Welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast, where our job is to help you build visibility, professional credibility, and connection with your ideal client by putting the human at the center of innovative marketing so you can build and strengthen an engaging, enduring relationship with your ideal clients. I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz, and I'm honored that you're here with me. If you haven't joined our wonderful marketing transformation community yet, go to innovabiz.co and collect your free gift as well. Do subscribe to the show and also leave a review because it helps others find us. Let's get into today's masterclass on this InnovaBuzz podcast. know video is difficult. People know that it's not easy to show up on camera all the time. Editing is a whole other, you know, side of it as well too. And then of course doing it consistently is tough. And so if you're someone who's able to create and produce videos on a consistent basis, whether that's Monday through Friday, or you pick whatever days you want to be most active, people know that's a lot of work. And I'm more inclined to buy from people who I know, invest in people who I know, want to be friends with people who show up more because I get to see them in real time. And it's kind of like if I were to meet them at an event anyhow, but now I'm just seeing them virtually. Welcome back. I hope you've had an awesome week so far. If you haven't yet listened to my recent conversations with LinkedIn expert Lynn Eyre Johnston and with Dr. Deborah Gilboa of Ask. Dr. G, then do go listen in, but only after you've listened to today's conversation. I'm really excited today to have on the Innova Buzz podcast as my guest, Nia Lee, a public relations, content marketing, and video strategist with over 10,000 plus video views on social media. Nia assists women entrepreneurs in creating consistent, unique, and on-brand content for their brand's social media. She's the CEO and founder of Social Lee Media Agency, and as a public relations major with an honours BA in media studies and a diploma in media communications, she began Social Lee Media Agency to merge her love and experience working for outstanding brands along with her education of communications and relationship building, especially when it comes to her community within the Socially Savvy membership. In our discussion today, Nia talked to me about how to be engaging and fully present on camera and video. She explained why consistency is so important in content creation and particularly in video, and we talked about the benefits of building a membership community. Without further ado then, let's fly into the hive and get the buzz from Nia Lee. Hi, I'm your host Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz and I'm really excited today to welcome to the InnovaBuzz podcast from Toronto in Canada, Nia Lee, who's a video content strategist and owner of Social Lee Media Agency, which is a boutique marketing agency that assists women-owned beauty brands with creating consistent and engaging content for their social media. 
Welcome to the Innova Buzz podcast, Nia. It's a real privilege to have you as my guest. Thank you so much, Jurgen. I'm super excited to get into it and lovely intro as well. Thank you. <laughs> now, Tamara Glick, who was our guest on episode 350 of the Innova Buzz podcast, introduced us and suggested that we have a conversation. So, a big hello to Tamara. Yes. Hey, Tamara. Now, I know you've had an interesting background and you've worked in the beauty industry, which is something you clearly feel comfortable in and passionate about, but what is it that drives you and how does that shape what you do today? Yeah, I mean, even when I kind of started my own agency, I was, I have a PR communications background. I went to school for it, um, but I realized I wasn't going to work in the traditional PR communication sense. And I kind of carved my own path just by kind of doing, you know, social media management, content strategy, uh, connecting with people, working with brands off to the side. Um, and then when the pandemic hit last year is kind of when I went full fledged into it because I got laid off at my job. Um, but everything I've been experiencing throughout literally since I had my first job at 14 um, has kind of brought me here. And I've had different experiences, worked for different brands um, outside of beauty, just in like customer service and all that as well. Um, but I think what drives me with beauty is I've always been passionate about it. I've always loved it since I was like maybe 16, 17, when like I started getting a little bit more playful with it. But really realizing I wanted to work with those brands because those are the those are the brands and those that's the type of industry that I love. I can talk about it forever. I can I'm always up to date with everything that's going on. And even just making the decision to work exclusively with them has allowed me really just to focus on what it is that I was always passionate about. And I don't when I started even just my account on Instagram, I wasn't talking about beauty. I was just talking about social media, trying to get the word out. Um, but have been able to build a really loyal community and following uh, so much so that when I announced that I was pivoting to work with beauty brands, everyone was very excited for me, which I was not expecting uh, <laughs> at all. But so many people were like, yep, it seems aligned. Everything is great. And so I'm just here. It's It's been a journey, but it's been amazing. Mm, yeah. Well, even before you said that about the response of people, I was thinking to myself, wow, that's uh, I, I really love that, that you, you found uh, well, you you'd found your passion way back when you're a teenager, but now you've found a way to bring that into what you were doing as as a profession, as a business, and bring it together. and And I love that you got very specific about it. And of course, the idea of uh, social media and in particular video, um, because beauty is such a visual, or there's such a strong visual component to it. Uh, video is is an ideal medium, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Like when it comes to even just like, I remember when I kind of even started, I was just showing up on video just as like, just cause, right? It was something I'd always been very familiar with. I had a YouTube channel at one point in my life. And so I always loved video and talking about it and so on. But even the videos that I consume and just people who are either influencers or even brands, when they do create these really incredible videos, you just get so mesmerized by it. And I've realized that video has like video and just social media as a whole is just like hand in hand. It's what everybody's doing now. And it's if you're not doing it now, I highly suggest that you do because so many people are just wanting to see things in real time. So many people just want to see things up close and things that are real um, and just genuine as well too, right? Like video has a really great way of building that know, like, and trust really quickly versus like just kind of posting up a pretty, gra pretty graphic or so. Not to say that you can't, um, but if you're really looking to build a genuine connection or even just a community that just rocks with you throughout everything, like video is definitely the way to go. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, uh, talk to us a little bit then about why is video so important today? Why? What are the benefits of video? You've touched on a couple there. And um, 
yeah, why, why we should be doing more video. Yeah, you know, I think like just eat the, I mean, the stats are there, right? If you're like a stats number person, like even last year, the amount of live streaming that had been done, I think the percentage was something around like 60 or maybe 70%. Um, and that was just in last year alone, because obviously with the pandemic that was happening, people weren't connecting with people in real time and everybody was watching live videos. I know Twitch became something very popular as well. Tons of artists and just creatives who couldn't do live performances went to Twitch because people could, you could pay for, I think uh, like you could pay or something in relation to that, like Patreon, like those type of like avenues where people can show up, create content, put videos out there and have people pay the creator or again, just pay them in general. Um, but yeah, I think video has been like, again, the stats are there, like 70% video. I think, again, like they're very high, well over 50% of people are more inclined to buy something when they see it in video. Like, even if you ask yourself too, like, I know sometimes we, we look at ourselves as like marketers and like people in this space, but just think of yourself as a consumer, right? As a mm. consumer, what are you intrigued by when you see a video of something on social media or even a commercial or whatever, are you more inclined to buy that product or be interested in it? Versus, you know, you just reading about it in a paper or a blog or something in relation to that. That's why when you add like videos into emails or vi in videos into blogs, you're probably more have you have more of a higher chance of people engaging or being intrigued because video adds a whole other element that goes outside of writing. And obviously having really great video and really great copy is like the perfect like synergy and the perfect bond. Um, but video has a way of really building again, like I said, that know, like, and trust a lot quicker. And there's not like people know video is difficult. People know that it's not easy to show up on camera all the time. Editing is a whole other you know, side of it as well, too. And then, of course, doing it consistently is tough. And so if you're someone who's able to create and produce videos on a consistent basis, whether that's Monday through Friday or you pick whatever days you want to be most active, people know that's a lot of work. And I'm more inclined to buy from people who I know, invest in people who I know, want to be friends with people who show up more because I get to see them in real time. And it's kind of like if I were to meet them at an event anyhow, but now I'm just seeing them virtually. Mm, yeah. Yeah. There's, I, I think you touched on a couple of really important points there. And one of those is given uh, the pandemic that we're going through at the moment and hopefully seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, but the fact that we've had lockdowns and inability to travel particularly internationally, the, the video component has allowed us to do something online where we can see people and they can see us. So that, that's certainly a very timely um, point in time to start a business to support that. Um, you mentioned something else there also around consistency. And, and I think it's, this is something that's really important right across the board in anything that we do that, and, and I know, you know, I talk to people about podcasting quite a lot and I say, well, one of the most important things is really to be consistent, whether you do it once a week or uh, once a month that your audience come to expect, this is the frequency it comes and you've got to keep going. That's, that's the key thing. So with, with video, how can people get started with video really simply? And I think, you know, today, like video, you can do a lot of editing and then it becomes really complicated, right? You can do voiceover and insert music and, and there's some fabulous productions that you can see of video, but is that where we need to get started or, you know, people get put off by that? 
Yeah, I think honestly, that's definitely what gets people excited, uh, not even necessarily excited, but scared or fearful because one, they're watching everybody who is like been on video for years or people who are like well-known editors or people who are just a lot comfortable on video and they're comparing themselves to someone who's been doing this for years versus they're just kind of getting started. So I would say, honestly, like stop focusing so much on what everybody else is doing and try to find ways for you to go ahead and create videos that are, again, are a lot more authentic and real to you. So I say this to my, my members all the time in my community, you like the way that I do video is the way that I do video and I can't do it anyway else, right? Like I'm very comfortable with talking to a camera, engaging people, making people see the real me so that they want to engage and they want to know more, but that might not be your way of creating videos. You might want to do time-lapse videos. You mentioned voiceovers. You might want to do those. You might want to come on maybe every Monday and do a consistent mini training, or you might want to go live every Friday to talk with somebody, you know, in your community or maybe a past client of yours. So, but again, it all comes down to what you're most comfortable with, but you do have to start, right? And I'm not saying that you have to start out the gate with like knowing all the editing tips and whatnot. Like if you're using Instagram, just create a 15 second video, right? Like that's the, that's the minimum. Actually, I think the minimum video that you can create is like a six second video. But even if you were just to jump on stories, let's just say, you can easily make a 15 second video and get your point across. And if you want to make multiple different stories, you have a minute time frame for how many videos that you want to go ahead and create. And there's all the power comes from you just trying, right? Like, like I, like I said, people know that video is difficult. It's not easy. It's not the most second nature, second nature thing. If again, you're not comfortable with it, but there's a lot more respect that I have for you, or there's, even more of an opportunity for me to see you in this light, even if you were to be honest and say, Hey, I don't come on video often, but I'm getting more comfortable with it. But I want to come on because I want to talk to you about this exciting product that I have, or this exciting promo or this launch that we have. It's still a lot more like I'm still, I still have the opportunity to see you in real time and connect with you versus someone that's afraid and never shows up at all. Right. I'd rather you start messy trying to figure it out day in and day out versus you saying, Oh, I want to come out, you know, having a high tech camera and all that. Because even for me, I like, I have a DSLR, but I still like all the videos that you pretty much see on my Instagram or every video that I've created has been via my phone. And some people can see that some people can't see that. But if you go down to the first video that I ever created, it was a little choppy, but it was a, bit, a little bit too graphic heavy. Now I've realized all people really want to see at the end of the day is you. They want to see maybe some captions at the bottom. They might want to see some text graphics, but they're not asking for you to be all high tech and all over the place, especially if that's not where you're at. Um, but I do believe that every video that you do put out should be better than the last one that you did, meaning getting more comfortable. You know, if you want, if using hand, like I use hands a lot in my video, so you'll probably see that a lot in my content. Um, but again, it's all about getting better and you can't get better unless you start and unless you actually try. And like I said, start messy. Um, do it, you know, do have fear, but do it anyways. You know what I mean? Like mm. there's no rule book. There's no, like, again, the more that you create the videos versus producing and watching everybody, the more you'll figure out what is more real and authentic for you. Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of great advice there. And, and the, I mean, I think of my podcasting journey and in my very early podcasts, I listen back to some of those occasionally and I say, And you're like, oh, what is, are, what is that? Awful, yeah. <laughs> and I kept going and, and now I'm a lot better. So it's exactly. just consistency and 
you learn things. And of course, I, I always ask for feedback from my guests. So there, there's that avenue. Now in, in the video, I mean, you mentioned that people want to see you. So there's not necessarily the um, people are judging you or certainly they are judging you, but they're not judging the quality of the video. They're judging the content and the information that they're getting and, and also the the quality of the connection they have to you. And if you they're honest, then that's that's the connection you get, isn't it? Yeah, like there's like I said, nobody in your community who's making the active decision to follow you and connect with you isn't like they're watching, they're judging, but they're not doing it in a way that's gonna make you feel, oh, like oh, I don't see so-and-so watching or, hey, I know so-and-so is watching. I got to set my game up. It's like, no, people are just tuning in because they're following along on your journey and they might be able to see the videos that you go ahead and create. But again, no one's expecting you to be perfect. I think perfect is overrated. I think even just what we've noticed being at home, it's different. Most of us are business on the top, you know, lounging at the bottom most of us are at home trying to figure it out, doing work sometime in our PJs, maybe out of our PJs, taking Zoom calls. If you got kids, like sometimes maybe your kids are in the back. So people are expecting all of that. Like they know, especially if you're very vocal about it or just even honest about it, people can resonate with that. And that's another thing about video as well too, is it's all about being relatable. Like no one's expecting you to right. be, no one's, no one's expecting you to be super perfect, super polished all the time, especially if that's not your brand, right? If you're a coach or you're someone that owns a business, that's not a, you know, perfect squeaky clean. Um, you know, that's, that's not always perfect squeaky clean. You're going to have your moments where you got your up days. You're going to have your moments when you got your down days, you're going to have days where it feels like sometimes things are falling apart a little bit, but if you're honest about it, or at least kind of show us the process, I'm more likely to comment on that or reply to that or give my two cents about that because you're being honest about it and you're showing up in that way. And something I'll even mention is that literally I did yesterday. So every single week, every Monday, um, I created a new IGTV series called What's New in Beauty, where I just give the latest beauty news about just anything in the industry. And I made the decision to create that show and produce it every Monday. And yeah, li literally yesterday, I actually filmed and edited it and put it out that day probably not going to do that again. Uh, but uh, I did that. And I just hopped in my stories. I said, Hey, new episode is here. Watch it. I'm so tired. I had to film everything and so on. And then I kind of made a joke about how the auto captions on IGTV, they can never get my name right when I say it when I'm saying it in video, because I think the last video that I did, it was like Neely, it was Mia. And then last night's was Neil. And I'm like, I just, I don't understand why these captions can't get my name right, but they're there, tune into the video, swipe up, do all that fun stuff. Um, and tons of people engaged with it and were, you know, had fun with it as well too. And so there's power in that. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, well, the, the behind the scenes uh, videos give you some extra content as well, don't they? And, and I think that that's something that often, whether it's video or, or even other things, I mean, I, I, I'm guilty of this too. I don't do enough of it with my podcast where um, conversations or things we edit out because they didn't work um, mm -hmm. could actually be a, a funny take and, and show people that, hey, we're all human. And, and whilst it might sound really highly produced, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background where we have some fun, but we cut it out later because that's not part of the actual program. So, yeah. yeah. If you think about like even just Joe Rogan, right, who does his podcast, 
Um, I don't even know if they like edit anything out. I think they just go like straight for either an hour or two. Um, but you can see all of it, you know what I mean? And they'll put together like little clips here and there and so on. Um, but also like bloopers are really popular. Like you'd be surprised how many people love seeing the bloopers or the behind the scenes or the things that did make the cut for whatever reason. Um, one, it's extra content for you. And two, it's an opportunity for your audience to see you. And it's just real authentic light to let them know like, hey, here's a pretty produced video, but I'm going to let you know about everything that went on that yeah. didn't make it to camera or didn't make it to the episode. Um, and it gives me more content and more connection uh, with your audience that way. You mentioned uh, recording to camera and doing solo things. So one of the things that I find quite difficult is recording to camera and speaking to an imaginary person, the audience on the other side that I can't see. So all I've got is that little eye, that little camera eye. Do you have any tips for how I can be more comfortable with that and just be more natural, come across as being um, as if I'm talking to you, say, right now? Yeah, I mean, again, and what I will even just suggest as like a tip, you know, I want something even just I'd love for you to try or even just anybody is, you know, instead of thinking, okay, I'm talking to a camera and I'm going to be putting out a video and like thousands or hundreds of people, hundreds of people are going to see it. Uh, why don't I start small? Why don't I send messages to the people who are in my DMs or in my direct messages and so on and talk to them by name and just get used to talking to people one on one that way? Because if you're comfortable that way and doing it, you know, in a certain way, it's just like if you were to send a message to a friend or someone that you know, you know, there's not this whole, oh my God, I'm talking to everybody and so on. And that's another thing. I feel like when we talk to the camera, we feel like we're talking to everybody. And in a way you are, but you're also just talking to one person because everybody that's watching you is one person. That person is tuning in. So something that I, a tip that I've always taken to account is instead of just saying, hey, you all or everybody or so mm. on, direct the conversation to as if you're just talking to one person. So say, say things like, hey, are you interested in, you know, learning how to be better on video? Have you struggled with, you know, getting the right ideas that are more aligned with your business and so on? Instead of, again, talking to the masses, you're talking to one person. And like I said, you can start small with the person who's in your community that maybe you know, and instead of sending them a written message, send them a video message. They are going to be very shocked by it. They're probably going to be like, whoa, they might send you a video message back or they might not, but at least you know you at least tried and you initiated it. And it's something that people aren't really expecting. Like I usually tell that tip to a lot of business owners, especially for people who are engaging consistently with their content or engaging with their business and so on, or, or even like their customers as well, right? Sending them personalized messages sending them personalized messages, sending them things that they wouldn't necessarily expect. Or even again, followers on social media. If you sent a video to every person who followed you and said, hey, my name is, you know, my name is Nia. I thank you so much for following me. How did you learn more about my profile? And do you need help with video or showing up more confidently? A lot, a lot of people would not expect that. They, like I said, they might answer mm -hmm. you back in video or they might not, but at least, you know, you initiated it. It's the same thing with like voice messages as well, too. I send voice messages to people a lot of the times that engage with my content, that share with my content and so on. And I've gotten clients that way, to be completely honest, like even clients who I'm having calls with, I'll send them a video message and say, hey, I'm super excited to talk to you today and learn more about what you need help for in social media. And that is kind of like its own cool, like conversion piece that way. But again, like I, like I said, I'm only sending it to one person so that when I'm now talking to the masses, it still feels like I'm doing that as well too. 
But now I'm saying things like you, or I'm saying, you know, I'm talking directly to the camera in that way. And it's not as scary as just coming out the gate and doing it. At least you're getting a little bit more practice that way. Yeah, yeah. I, there's there's so much to love about that. And I've heard that advice before, and I, I've started doing this quite a bit too, sending personal videos to people connecting one-on-one. -on -one. And the the idea of talking to one person does make it a lot easier if you, you know. So if I were to send you, well, I did actually send you a, a video message because I thought, well, this is a video person. I must send a video message. And I, was, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is and, super cool. And and it's much easier in that way because you're right, you're not thinking of the camera, you're thinking of that person. And so to think of one person. And the the other thing is there's so many apps around now where you can record a quick video and it doesn't have to be a high-level production. It's just a two-minute message. Hey, um, so I think I sent... It to you, hey Nia. I'm looking forward to our conversation on the podcast. I'm really excited. Here's I'll, I'll add some information at the bottom that where you can connect in and um, talk soon. And that was it. So that's really easy to do. And there's lots of software out there that you can do that very quickly, either on your phone or on on a desktop if you've got a webcam there. Um, so that that's a great way to practice it. Mm -hmm. And and like I said, and like you even said, it doesn't have to be some high level production. I actually think if it's a little bit too high quality and a little bit too edited and overproduced, you actually lose out on that real connection because most people are mm. just expecting you to be real, right? No one's expecting you to be over the top. So even for me, like I wear makeup all the time, but then I have other times that I don't wear makeup, you know what I mean? And I'm very comfortable, but I've shown both sides of that. So my audience knows that Nia, yes, she can put her face together and everything can look glamorous, but that she's also going to be supernatural and just real and honest with you. And you get me both ways regardless. Um, but it's just, again, I, it's all about being upfront about that. And again, going back to the whole thing of just showing up consistently, right? Sometimes you have days. I know a lot of people are like, well, I don't look all dolled up today, but it's like, you don't have to. Like no one's expecting you. You're at your home. You know what I mean? We're all at the house. Like no one's expecting you to have a gown on, to have your hair curled up and everything. Like people are just expecting you to just be you. Talk to me as if it's an, you're talk to me as if you're just a normal person talking to a camera. I know it's not the easiest thing to do, but then you got to just remember that most people are not expecting you to be overly rehearsed, overly produced, overly scripted. They're just looking to you to talk to them as if you are just a real person talking. If we were going to, if we were in person, same thing. Hmm. Yeah. And and you mentioned the other thing that you know if you send video messages to people either through email or if they've connected with you on social media uh, in this day and age when not a lot of people are doing that you stand out and people are surprised when they get that and they say oh wow this this person is really cool mm -hmm. uh, so you get attention i've got a, a a favorite story related to that and it has to do with seth godin so seth godin doesn't know me and you know wouldn't and if i sent him an email saying you know come on my podcast it, it probably would never see the light of day he may not ever see it in fact and i i a, a year or so ago i thought i i must find out a way to see if i can get seth on my podcast and i've been trying to get him on well i i've been wanting to get him on my podcast for a long time, but I thought, well, I don't know how I could get a hold of him. Mm -hmm. So we're on holidays somewhere, and I sent some thank you videos to 
a couple of my podcast guests and it was a morning walk and there was this beautiful lighthouse, lovely light in the background um, at, at this location we're at, at on the seaside. And I thought, oh, this would be a cool backdrop to do these thank you videos. And I recorded them. And then it occurred to me, I might just record a video to Seth Godin and say, hey, would you come on my podcast? Mm -hmm. And kind of describe the podcast a little bit. Would love to have you on. Here's what I think, you know, the value you can add my audience. And sent that through to him on a forum where I knew he was active. So I knew he'd probably see it. I got a response within four hours, even despite the time difference. So he responded directly to me uh, via email and said, well, you know, he, he's not doing podcasts at the moment. He'll, he might return to that in a year's time. So it's time for me to follow up right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and he said, oh, cool lighthouse, by the way. So there was an interaction there. I stood out, I got a response and I thought, wow, that's there's a lesson there isn't there <laughs> mm -hmm. and that's something that he will definitely most likely bring up about just your whole interaction and you can also bring that up as well too and it's just mm. the little things right it's the fact that you had the lighthouse in the back those mm. are the ways those are the ways that you can just connect and that's what people are also looking for as well too like it goes back no one's expecting you to have everything perfect shiny you know everything put together if i can see a calendar in the back if i can see you know a sign in the back if i can see something that in there that you're showing that resonates with me then that's something that i'm going to be more excited about i can't tell you how many times i do behind the scenes when i'm at like client photo shoots and people just love to see it or they'll be like hey like what's going on what are you shooting like what's and it just creates this genuine conversation and when people ask those questions you answer those questions as well too and you start a genuine rapport that's all that video is there to do is to show what is going on so that people are excited to connect with you and start building a relationship with you and then that's how you also do it as well too you treat it as that you look at it you look at it as an opportunity for people to get to know you so that you guys can now have that connection start building and start building that into a relationship that's either going to turn into them working with you one of these days or maybe just having the person in your network. And we all know, as they say, you know, your network is your net worth and they say it all the time. Um, I truly believe that through and throughout. Like I know tons of people who just gravitate towards me because of what they've seen. And then once we start talking in the DMs or anything in relation to that, it's just like, wow, Nia, you're exactly who you are in your videos as you are in person because maybe that we'll have a zoom call or something in relation to that um, but that's all it is it's all just an opportunity for people to get to see who you are in real time and then build that connection hmm. love it all right now you mentioned your network and and community there and i know you know you've got a membership site where you provide training and and extra content i mean there's a lot of content on your website for anyone to consume and learn from and there's you know, lots of value there and we'll we'll point people to that later on the um the membership side i'm interested in your membership model how did you decide to go down that path and and how did you build that up yeah i mean when i started the membership last year um in may i so i was creating a signature course at the time and it was just something that i just decided to do it was the pandemic. I had time. I was like, I want to create my own course. So I was able to build out, like I had, I had literally had like pieces of paper where I was writing down all the modules and anything like that. And I brought my whole community in on the journey with me. So they saw the entire process of what that whole situation was like. 
as well as building the membership as well too. And slowly but surely the people that were in my course got access to my membership. So I actually really didn't even start promoting the membership heavy until I want to say like maybe end of May, starting June. And I just said to myself, okay, so what's this good? What's going to make this membership really cool? You know what I mean? So definitely new videos. So there's tons of videos that are in the membership community that I've never posted to Instagram. So people get exclusivity on there, but then they get opportunities to also attend uh, live sessions with me. So whether they're Q and a, or maybe they're more garnered toward a particular topic uh, every other month, we do masterclasses with just, again, people in my network who are experts at what it is, but like so many different things, literally tonight, we're having a, a masterclass about uh, online courses and creating your own online course uh, with Gwen Elliott, who is a online course producer and she's fantastic. She's been doing it for years and has done it for like so many big names and just so many people. And yeah, I really just wanted to go ahead and create that really fun, exclusive, like you got to be in here in order to see what the magic is because there's tons of stuff on my Instagram. And if you're really looking for all of that, and if you think this stuff is great, then you got to be in this community as well, too, because we're doing so much over here. And I treat my membership and my community as if like literally family, like these are people who have invested in me, consistently invest in me. So I feel even just more tenfold to invest in them. And so, so many of them, again, these are people, people who join my membership are either past clients of mine or people who join my membership and then become a client of mine. Again, people who maybe I've never met before, but they've been following me on Instagram for a little bit now. And again, I, my, the membership is something I always talk about. So every now and again, I'll get someone in my DM saying like, Hey, uh, what's this membership you keep talking about? Because again, it's just the consistency that I keep showing up and talking mm -hmm. about it. So slowly but surely people are going to be like, what is this membership you're always talking about? Like what's going on here? You're doing new videos, you're doing lives, what's going on. And the, the whole model, again, like I said, was all about just creating something really exclusive and really special for those individuals. And 90% of the people in the membership um, are women entrepreneurs who are people, like I said, who I may know or may not know, um, but all they all have a common goal of just wanting to be better on video, on social media and in business. And so it all comes down to us, us like, like I said, I can teach them all the things about video. I can even kind of teach them all the things about social media as well too, but on the business side of it, I love bringing in guest experts to really give them that, you know, just different perspective and just to meet and also to network. Like I, I say it all the time, like you guys, you guys got to like reach across. There are so many of you guys, excuse me, that need help with brand photography or being a better leader. Maybe you need more leadership training. Or, hey, maybe you need more mindset coaching. We have so many entrepreneurs in there that need each other. And it's so cool when I when members tell me all the time, like, hey, I'm doing a photo shoot with so-and-so. Or, hey, I'm working with that person. Because, again, it's just them reaching across from each other. And so aside from all the incredible exclusive perks, they get the opportunity to network with people. And in a very small, compact way, because we don't have a lot of people. Like, actually, I just did a giveaway on Friday and announced the winners to... Uh, enroll 20 women into the membership for the month of March for uh, uh, Women's Month, International Women's Day, uh, Women's History Month. Um, but it's a very small tight group of us that really are invested and really want to support each other genuinely um, and want to show up and just be better. And so, yeah, that's the model was just from me saying, let's just how can we make this really cool and how and dope and can we keep up with the consistency of it as well, too? Hmm. Yeah, and and again, there's there's that consistency element, which is really important, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I'm curious, how do you how do you, because you've you've got a lot of information that's 
freely available on your website, Nat. How do you delineate what's you know what's the next level value that people get when as an exclusive as part of the membership package? Um, you talked about the masterclasses where you have guest experts come in, but what about the information that you're providing that community? How do you kind of keep really clear about delineating what you're putting out openly and what is membership only? Yeah, I think the membership only stuff for me is is really all about the execution and how specific that I get with it because we have membership feedback forms. These are also members that I consistently talk to on a regular basis. These are not members that I'm just having my membership and they're they're just here. It's like, nah, I check in with these people weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, just to kind of see where everybody's at. And I take all that stuff in and I say to myself, okay, if someone needs help with this, if someone needs help with that, that'll be the next video that we do. And I also give credit to that person and say, hey, thank you so-and-so for asking that question or hey, for mentioning that video topic, because that's what's going to be the video topic here. Or we do also something where we vote on those topics, right? So I'll say, hey, here are two topics that I think would be really beneficial out of everything that we talk, talked about. And you guys can vote about what topic that you guys are interested in, in terms of either the live Q&A that we do, or again, the new video. Um, but I also like, for me, it's, it's all about tailoring it to their experience, right? Because they're in the community, sure, because they like being there and they like me, but they're also in the community so that they can better themselves. So I'm like, okay, so what can I put out that I know is going to be valuable for everybody that's coming in. And so it's all about just listening, asking questions, making sure as well that I don't put out. So even on just on my Instagram specifically, I don't really get into the nitty gritty of like every little thing that's going on in the membership. I might put out, Hey, this, these are the masterclasses that we're having, or I might put out a snippet here about a video that we did, but it's, it's like a little 15, 30 second preview of maybe a video that we had posted but it's nothing more than that. It's just a little bit of a teaser, a little bit of a taste so people can get the gist of it. And I also am a video con confidence coach. So I also like video content strategists transition to video confidence coach because I also like to motivate people and just be real with people on my page, specifically on Instagram. So I wouldn't necessarily say I give a lot of like tactics and like step-by-step -step stuff all the time um, freely. I mostly will do that in my membership and get very specific that way. But I like to give very motivating and very like, you know, spicy content where it's going to shake you up a little bit, but also like get you on the path to like either make the decision to either work with me or join my community. If you're looking for something a little bit more specific, concrete, um, getting, giving you the step by steps and so on. Hmm. So the key, probably the key difference there for me is there's there's a level of accessibility to you personally and to the other members of the group in terms of the interactions that they have with one another separately. You mentioned a few examples earlier. Mm -hmm. um, and and that brings a bit of accountability as well, right? So oh, you're yeah. probably asking people, asking people, well, have you done videos this week? <laughs> well, not even that. So actually for the month of February, we did a uh, video confidence challenge and we gave them prompts for every single day in February. So we're like, I know y'all don't know what to post all the time and so on, but let's do this challenge. And it was from a freebie that I had created like a year ago. And I was like, I know a ton of y'all have downloaded this freebie, this, this 30 video content ideas freebie. And none of you guys have done this freebie. I know none of you guys have created this video and so on. I know some of y'all said you might have done a couple, but we are going to hold you accountable by giving you prompts every single day 
so that you know what to post. And a lot of the prompts were yes about business, but some of them are also very personal as well too. So it was giving them an opportunity for people to kind of get to know them and the behind the scenes of that. And tons of the members loved it. They were like, love this. I got out of my comfort zone. Thank you for the prompts. Even one of the girls in there as well too, Erica, who was telling me that she's like, I hated video before this challenge. She was like showing up on video like I would do it, but it's not something I ever enjoyed. And now it's been 30, well, 28 days just passed in Feb. And she's just like, I'm video is not a scary thing for me anymore. Like I am comfortable with being on video. This challenge really allowed me to step outside my comfort zone and also just consistently show up because before it would be, I don't know what to post or I don't know what to say, but it's like, no, we, we're giving you prompts. We're giving you direction. The creativity, how you go about executing it is all up to you. You can check in what the other members are doing and so on, but it's all coming down to you. The, the prompts were very personal um, and it was all about adding your own creative spin. And so that's really what it is at the end of the day. It's giving them that opportunity and that accountability and checking in, right? I love checking in with people, especially people who haven't showed up for in a little bit. I always just, I don't even say, Hey, you're like, what's going on? You're not in the membership. I just say, Hey, how are you doing? You know what I mean? Missing you in the community, missing you in the membership. And then that usually will spark a conversation of, Hey, you know, I got a lot going on and so on and so on. And then they let me know where they're at. And that's all it is. It's people just want to know that you care. And I genuinely care about my members being in my community. I'm not just there to kind of do it so I can have all this money or whatever. I really just want to know, are you in here and ready to soak up everything we got going? Cause we're, we're doing a lot of stuff here. So I just want to make sure that you are on board. And if this is a lot for you, which it definitely has been for some people because of just everything that they've got going on, I say, well, cancel and come back. You know what I mean? There's no, I'm not asking you to yeah. be in here if you're not going to tune in. Um, if you got a lot going on, come back. That's all. Mm. <laughs> so, caring about your community and caring about their success is really important too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, this has been fabulous, Nia. I could go on talking video and community building and membership for ages, but I'm just aware of the time. Yeah. So I think it's a good point now to move on to the buzz, which is our innovation round designed to help our listener who are, but they're primarily leaders and innovators in their field with some tips from your experience based on your um, years in business. And I've got five questions. Hopefully you'll give us some really insightful answers that'll inspire the listener to go and do something awesome as a result today. Yes. So what what's the number one thing you think anyone needs to do to be more innovative? I would say always just check back and look at everything that you've done and think to yourself, how can I make this better than the last time? And I know sometimes we always just want to put things out and we just, we never go back to it. We're like, okay, it's out. I don't have to deal with it anymore. But it's like, no, how can we make this a better experience every single time? Do I get feedback? Do I listen to people? Do I reach out to people and say, hey, saw that you like this, saw that you commented on it. What did you think? How can I make it better? And always say to yourself, how can I just elevate every single time? Like if you look at all the videos that I've ever created, no two videos are the exact same. Every video is different, gives you a different experience as well, whether I'm giving you different looks, different transitions, music, whatever it may be. And I'm always about trying to find ways to, again, just always show who you are in every piece of content that you have. Always try to find ways to level it up, elevate it, and just to consistently keep being you because that's what's going to keep people around long. The fact that you can be consistent, but also are just yourself because 
the high tech stuff and all that, people know everybody starts from the bottom. Everybody starts from using phones and all that kind of stuff. But we want to see you from the phone to the high production crew. And I don't know, being on a TV or show, being on a TV show or something like that. Hmm. Yeah. And I, I'm reminded of a saying, and I can't remember who, um, who first or who this is attributed to, but it's, it goes something like uh, on the road to greatness, you have to go through all right. So <laughs> it's a little bit like that, isn't it? And, and looking to improve at every stage every stage and again don't look at what everybody else is doing look back at what you're doing you're like okay i see what instead of comparing yourself to the person next to you that's been doing this for 10 years ask yourself i've only been doing it for a little bit over a year how can i make this a better experience how can i ensure that i have longevity in this industry to the person who's been doing it for 10 and that person who's been doing it for 10 could sit there and tell you that they've had they've made mistakes throughout the entire process mm. but that never stopped them from keep going yeah yeah, great advice. All right, now what's the best thing you've done to develop new ideas? Um, I think again, I'm gonna I tie it all back to my my community, right? I've always wanted to have. I never ever thought actually I would have a community of people globally who I could be able to connect with, people who I've never met, but people who are so invested in me and I'm invested in them, and create content based on them and what I know they would be interested in. Um, another thing that I also will say that too as well is is always about trying to have a different angle. Like I feel like a lot of times on social media, everyone's talking about the exact same thing and we all need to find ways to add different elements to it. So I, I was in a rut actually from oh, like pretty much December onto January about what type of content I need to create because I felt like I created a whole bunch of content already on my Instagram people were finding it helpful, but I'm like, I feel like I'm losing myself in terms of like creativity. Cause I feel like I have to create videos that are what everybody else is doing. Cause that's, what's getting the views. That's what's getting the engagement. But I don't do this for lots of views and like tons of engagement. I do this so I can put my best creative foot forward and allow people to see me as not just the girl that does social media or the girl that's, you know, talking about video, but how can I give you a different perspective? So I think it was it the month of January. No, no, no. It was the month of February, I think, where I created two videos that I'm really proud of to this day. And one of them was about how to create your own viral challenge on social media. And like viral challenges are something that people do all the time, but no one was talking about it. No one was talking about how you can go ahead and do that because a lot of people have been able to make money, have been able to sign record deals and do incredible things because of just a 15 second dance that they did on TikTok. And no one's talking about how can they go ahead and do that. And I got tons of great feedback on that video. They're like, wow, you made me think about this. Or I had somebody who reached out to me about how could she go ahead and do this? And we spoke and I gave her some really great ideas. And it just created a different sense of conversation. And the other video that I created was all about how online dating makes me a better connector on social media. And I talked about my story about like how I used to be a serial online dater before I met my boyfriend of four years now. And I just spoke about that and like the tips that I used in online dating that allows me to be who I am right now. Again, tons of great feedback. People were like, I love this video. Who like, how would how? And people talk about online dating and social media all the time. So I was like, let me create the video on that. And I have another video that I'm looking to create as well too that I'm really excited about. And it's talking about like the rise or the emergence of live shopping. Cause I know live shopping is going to be coming to Facebook and Instagram. So I kind of want to be ahead of the curve and I also want to give my own spin on it as well too. So yeah, innovation, all about being just yeah. better, better than what you're seeing, different than what you're seeing. 
Mm, yeah, and what I what I love about that is, I mean, you took things that uh, some of some of which were quite personal experiences, and you turned them into um, advice for others. And what can you learn from that personal experience that goes beyond just the the actual experience itself? Exactly. Yes. Mm. And just a different spin. It gave something to people to really tap into as well, too, because I know my audience has definitely done online dating before. I definitely know people have done these challenges. So it's like, OK, let me speak to you guys, but in a more specific kind of direct way. Mm. All right. Now, do you have a favorite resource you use most often? Yeah, I would say resource. Oh, yeah, I'll say InShot app. So InShot is spelled the exact same way that it's uh, that it sounds. And it's an amazing video editor and I love it. I've used it for every single video that I've ever created. So if you're on my page, you know, creeping me out or anything in relation to that, <laughs> um, you'll see all the videos that I created on, on my Instagram has been through InShot and it's an awesome app. You can add text, you can add your branding, you can add music, you can change the speed of your video. I literally just edited a video on there yesterday. And it's just a solid app. It's free and you can get the pro version. I would probably suggest getting the pro version and you can just go ahead and create some really high quality videos in that app that you, again, like I said, can just be straight from your phone. You don't need anything super high tech. Mm, okay. Well, I'll have to check that out because I'm not familiar with that one. Uh, yeah. um, we'll have and the link I'll, in the show notes, of course. Yeah. And I was going to say, so InShot, and then I'll, I'll give Canva a shout out as well too, because they're an awesome company who I've worked yeah. with them in the past and, um, I'm also an affiliate, but I'm also just somebody who has been using Canva for years. Everything from creating resumes on there, business cards, postcards, to again, creating really dope graphics for my videos as well too. So Canva is another great resource. I feel like everybody knows about Canva, but just wanted to throw that in there. The pro version, I will say as well, so you can add your own brand kit, your fonts, That's your logos, right your colors. Um, and it's just, it's amazing. They're, they're, uh, there's, when you want to talk about innovation, an app or a program that, I would honestly say that you could go ahead and do anything on that and you wouldn't need the photoshops, the, mm. you know, all that stuff that's super high tech, not to say that you can't use it, but if you're looking for something that's free, accessible, and also really makes you makes really high quality graphics uh, for your videos or just for your social media and business, Canva. Mm. Yep. All right. And Canva, of course, is an Australian company. So Yes. <laughs> They're awesome. Uh, love it. Yeah. All right. And we'll have links to them in the show notes as well, of course. Now, um, what's the best way to keep a client on track? You know what it is? I think you guys got to definitely like put something down in the calendar. I know I'm a big calendar person. So I, mm -hmm. if it's not in the calendar, it's probably not going to happen. So I always yeah. say like to always make sure that our checkups and stuff like that are always in a calendar even if it's even sending, putting something in your calendar as the person who's providing the service to check in with your clients on a regular basis. Uh, for me, I'm very close with my clients a lot of the time. So I'm always usually like DMing them or like so on. Um, but if you want to keep yourself accountable, definitely add it in the calendar. Because sometimes you don't always, you're busy, you're doing other things, but you need to check in always, hmm. right? So whether you're checking in, I'm not saying you got to check in every day, but if you want to maybe check in once a week, twice a week, depending on the type of client that you have, and give yourself that reminder, that'll make sure that you know that that's like set and ready to go. And also just asking them questions as well too. I feel like sometimes we we think, oh yeah, the clients paid us and so on, but it's like, okay, we're here. How can we make this a consistent, how can we make this a consistently better experience for the both of us, especially for you and also me here on the team with you or helping you with content or helping you with social media. 
Um, and just being honest. That's another thing. We got to we gotta just be honest with our clients because sometimes we get a little bit fluffy with it or we're like, oh my God, they're expecting so much out of me. Um, but I'm really blessed that every client that I've had has been following me for some time. So they kind of get a gist of who I am already and we've already been talking and so on. So they kind of know who the first who I am in terms of like keeping them accountable and making sure they're on the on the right path. And if they're not, we might have to talk a little bit. <laughs> All right. So it's a, it's about communication, but making sure that you you've set aside time and and are reminded for that communication. So I love the calendar idea too. Mm -hmm. All right. Now I think I might know the answer to this one, but we'll see what you say. What's the number one thing anyone can do to differentiate themselves? Ah, uh, you know, well, I want to know what your answer is going to be, but I'm just going to say again, it's cliche. We've been talking about it all uh, this whole podcast, and it's just by showing up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Showing up on video, talking to people as if they're just again. I don't want to necessarily say your friend. Oh, well, I'll say your friend. I'll just say talk to people as if you normally would. Like nobody is looking for you to be super proper, all the way buttoned up makeup done all the time, hair done all the time. People just want to see you. And I say this to my members all the time. And they hit me up after they do that and they get tons of great feedback. And they say, Nia, you are right. All I had to do yeah. was just show up. All I had to do was just put things out. I was like, see? And now some of them, they sometimes they send me the message and I, and I, and I don't respond right away. And they're like, I know you've been telling me this for the last few months. I know you've, we've been had this conversation and I'm like, exactly. So you know exactly what this whole thing is and no one's expecting you to be anything different. If they were, they wouldn't be following you. That's another thing that is just a, a mindset shift. It's like people care about you. If they didn't, they wouldn't be following you. They wouldn't be wanting to see what it is that you're doing on a daily basis. So clearly you have people in your community that care and want to tune in. So you got to give them a good reason to keep coming back. Like I put out a post about this last week that said something along the lines of, you know, you're, no one has to follow you. No one has to engage just because you said all of that is earned when you show up consistently, you provide value and you just are yourself. You know, you're your most authentic self. You keep people coming back. If everybody wanted to follow the same person, we like, Again, why is there millions and billions of people all, all across these social media platforms? Because everybody has a different way of doing things. So just be yourself. No one's asking you to be anybody different. Hmm. Love it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Nia. This has been fabulous. Now, where can people reach out and find out more about you and maybe even say thanks for what you've shared today? Yeah, like definitely hit me up on Instagram. That's pretty much where I'm always at, just connecting and building with people. So at Socially Savvy Nia. Um, you can also follow the membership page at Socially Savvy if you want to know everything that we're doing in the community, um, everything from challenges to live trainings uh, to things that we're also just doing in terms of like events and community building. Um, definitely on Instagram, slide in my DMs. I'm all about a good DM slide. So if you can do it and it's amazing and let me know that you enjoyed the episode or that you want to learn more about what we got going on, um, that's the best way to do it. And I'll say through my website too at uh, www.sociallysavvy.com. Everything's socially savvy. We're trying to keep everything in one. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. And we'll have links to all of that in the show notes as well. So do you have some parting advice for our listener today, Nia? Yeah, I think, you know, when it comes down to everything, you know, you got to, something that I say to myself all the time, and I think I might even create a post about this. And it's all about like doing what feels good. And I know, again, very cliche, very simple. What does that mean? 
But all it really means is at the end of the day, everything that you are doing for your business, for how you show up, obviously it's going to be rough. Business, being an entrepreneur is tough. It's not easy. It's not anything that's cute. It's you're going to have moments where you're going to fall down a couple steps, but it's all about how quickly that you can get up, right? It's all about how quickly you could say to yourself, this doesn't align with where I'm trying to go, or it doesn't make me feel great. I shouldn't be doing it. And I really do truly feel like if it doesn't feel good or you don't feel really inspired by it or motivated by it, then you're something's not right. And you got to figure out what motivates you and what makes you want to get up every single day. Because for me, what definitely keeps me going, especially in low points of like maybe not getting client work or so on, it's knowing that I have a community of people that look to me for guidance, that want to be better, that need help, that are genuinely lost. And they definitely need to see me show up on a regular basis or just be real about the fact that maybe I can't show up today because I'm not mm. feeling great. That's all they're really looking for me, looking for, looking for me. Wow. That's all they're really much, pretty much like asking me to do is just be myself and show up as is. And so for you, it's all about doing what feels good. It's all about showing up as you are and also remembering that it's not about how much you're going to fall. It's all about how you get up really at the end of the day. And I'm somebody who I've, I fall all the time. I fall, I bruise, I scrape, everything is messy, but then I, you know, I get some rubbing alcohol, I clean myself up and I get right back up and stop, you know, putting so much pressure on myself and stop having a pity party about maybe a couple people that didn't like something that I did. And I need to focus on all the other people that are expecting me to show up and be myself and enjoy me as just the messy blooper, the girl that sometimes gets tongue twisted like I did right now and just wants to see it. That's all they're asking for at the end of the day because that's a very relatable thing. And that also brings people a little bit closer to me because it doesn't make it, I am not. I don't come off as this like perfect person ever, hmm. ever. Yeah, yeah well, it, there's, I mean, that, that that's such a wonderful um, perspective, isn't it? Uh, first of all, um, you know, being doing things that feel good, but at the same time, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone with the knowledge that, hey, there's going to be times when you mess up and that's okay. There's going to be times when people will give you gratuitous bad feedback or comments and that's their issue, not yours. <laughs> so, um, and just keep that consistency going. So I love it. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, finally, Nia, who else should I get on this podcast and why? I think you should definitely get on uh, Marina Gerges, who is a personal branding expert, and her whole brand is all about living vivaciously and helping entrepreneurs just live their best life. And she's somebody who I found her literally on Instagram, and she was, it was like I was following a hashtag, and I saw the graphic that she had put out, and it just, it, it was beautiful, and it just made me want to learn more about her which is like the power of social media and the algorithm. And then when I clicked on, I was hooked. And yeah. since that moment, I think I may have hit her up. I, sli I slid into her DMs and I was like, I just found you via hashtag and I'm obsessed. Love everything you're about. How can we like know each other? How can we build and all that? And she's actually based in Brooklyn, New York. And we're like biz besties now. It's literally been, I think maybe about six months or maybe a little bit more. I don't know. The days, the months in this pandemic are all mixing together. Uh, but she is just such an incredible human. She is so knowledgeable about personal branding and just 
understanding that your personal brand and who you are and how you show up is very important when you have a business because at the core like people don't buy what it is that you sell products and all that kind of stuff they buy you they buy the lifestyle they buy the transformation they and at the end of the day how you show up and how you present yourself especially when people are buying into you let's just say service or even product they want to get to know you and she is somebody who can break that down perfectly she can she does it in a way that's just very digestible and very real and also she is somebody who's consistently embracing living vivaciously and talking about her brand and she's so confident in doing so and so i think you guys have a really great conversation about how can you actually build a personal brand that's going to be you know that's really just going to be out here you just being you but having people gravitate towards you want to know more about you want to know how they can work with you how they can buy from you and so on and there's so much power in that so marina gurgis she's amazing great well um i i'm going to have to connect with Marina and uh, get an introduction from you and uh, get her on the show after that uh, wonderful endorsement. <laughs> so, yeah. So Marina, watch out. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for sharing your time and your insights with us so generously today, Nia. This has been fun. I've really enjoyed it and learned a lot about uh, video, doing more video, about um, stepping up my video game. And I hope the listener uh, is also inspired to do the same and also about the uh, philosophy you have around the membership sites. So all the best for the future and let's stay in touch. Most definitely, Jurgen. Thank you so much for having me. This has been amazing. I hope you enjoyed that informative and really engaging conversation with Nia and took something away from her episode. Nia's energy and enthusiasm is infectious and I love her philosophy of doing what feels good and what feels right, at the same time stretching yourself to learn. I'm curious to know what you took away from Nia's episode. In fact, I want you to tell me. Leave a comment below the blog post, which you can find at innovabears.co forward slash Nia Lee. That is N-I-A-L-E-E, all lowercase, all one word, innovabears.co forward slash Nia Lee. You'll also find contact information there for getting in touch with Nia, as well as links to the Social Lee Media Agency website, to Nia's social media pages, and the other resources that we spoke about in our conversation today. Now, if you like this episode, please share it with two other people, and that's a random number too. Share it with 10 other people, that it might help, because this valuable information that Nia's shared with us today, we can't keep it for ourselves. We have to share it more. So tag me in on that share, and I'll reach out to you with a special thank you surprise gift as a way to say thanks for sharing this valuable information further. Nia suggested that we have a conversation with Marina Gurgis of Living Vivaciously on a future Innova Buzz podcast episode. So Marina, keep an eye on your inbox for an invitation from us to the Innova Buzz podcast courtesy of Nia Lee. Tune in again to the next episodes of the Innova Buzz podcast where we've got yet more fantastic guests lined up, including leadership expert Roxanne Kaufman-Elliott and 
Jamie Watson, Chair and Director of the Common Mission Project. Thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe to the show to be reminded of new episodes. It's free to subscribe. Leave a review if you like. Even if you don't like me, I'm okay with that. I'm asking you to leave a review because it helps other people find this show. Go to innovabiz.co to join our marketing transformation community and access a free gift my team and I made for you. It's the Marketing Master Mini Class. We want to give you everything you need to transform your marketing into a human-centered, relationship-focused growth engine. Until next time, I'm Jürgen Strauss from InnovaBiz. Remember, be awesome and keep innovating.